Okay, everybody, welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing with one of your hosts, Chris Mack, that is me, and my other gracious, amazing friend who's hilarious and I enjoy doing this with, Elizabeth Stanton. How are you? I know. What an intro. But I mean it, though. That wasn't, that wasn't like for show. That was sincerity because, like, <laughs> this has been a great journey. It's been so fun. And, like, if I was going to watch Sex in the City with somebody, I think I found the perfect person. Oh, thank Real you. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, Gilmore like, Girls. I don't think next. my experience would have been the same. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. Please, let's do that. Like, I, that's oh, my God. My, yeah, I have to get into my lexicon because apparently I missed out so much. That was like early Melissa McCarthy days, and I love. I, I was like, "Are I, you ready to be transported?" Oh my god! Okay, that's <laughs> that's a future project. Let's focus hey on guys, the task at hand. Keep, keep keep tuning in. We covering a lot of shit. All right? Yeah, <laughs> we we ain't fucking around. Because we should say we're going to take a brief break not from making episodes after this but of sex in the city and we'll be doing a movie tbd yes but it'll be a movie yeah. that one of us hasn't seen or maybe yes. both of us we haven't really decided yet but that'll be after this episode and yes. we will and we'll post you know we'll, we'll definitely be like clarify, you yeah know. yeah we'll be you know putting it on social media you know what we end up doing and so you won't be out of the loop and we'll definitely give you like at least like a good week's heads up that way mm. you can go watch the movie yourself yeah. and then you can come along with us and see our, our takes on it. so today we are covering episode six more like episode six <laughs> See, this is why I have to watch this with you because <laughs> I I enjoy puns and that's one like I everybody thinks that's the lowest form of humor, but I'm like, give them all to me. I'll the lowest form of humor. Come on. Yeah, puns are fun. I, I just did it, I just did one myself, but it's okay. <laughs> Anywho, we're covering season uh, season one, episode six today. This episode titled Secret Sex. Secret Sex. So Secret Sex. Uh, big is Go back. Your, want, your favorite. Please. Big is back. <laughs> okay. I okay. All right. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I didn't hate him this episode. Mm -hmm. I didn't hate him entirely. He was a little creepy, and when uh, him and Carrie went out on a date when he first saw the dress, but mm -hmm. I also understand like they probably had to play that up a little more to like. Cause that dress was fly. Like she was looking real. I wrote, that's barely a dress, young lady. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest, that was basically a bed sheet wrapped around her. Like yeah. it was like, it, like if 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 anything, that dress was to significant like signal to a man's brain. It's like, hey, we just had sex. Like she's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like the color of her skin. Naked. It's like. Yeah. But it is the naked dress, as they call it in the show. It is, it is totally the naked dress. Naked. Now I have, I have a question for you because yes. I feel like that is one of the things that uh, 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 I was, I, I'm curious about. Now I know you can't. Again, we covered this before. I know you can't speak for all women, but do mm -hmm. you have a naked dress? Or do nope. you have a dress that signal? Probably <laughs> <laughs> so why I'm still single. <laughs> Well, uh, no, according to this episode, uh, that's the reason why you're, you know, you, that's not the reason why you're single because you didn't sleep with guys on the first date. Apparently, yeah. sleeping with a guy on the first date means you'll never get the love of your life, which I think is bullshit. Oh, yeah. Me. Well, the, the book uh, that's come up a couple times now comes uh -huh. up again, The Rules. So I yes. looked up some, I remember kind of hearing about it, but I was also a child and it was like, whatever, I'm 10, you know, not really paying attention to what it is. Yes. Um, so the rules came out in 1995 and the okay. full title is The Rules, Time-Tested Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Right. Uh, it was written by two women who are not relationship experts and have zero qualifications. Uh, and it's a book of rules that suggests uh, things a woman should follow in order to attract and marry the man of her dreams. Um, you should be easy to be with, but hard to get. And the whole thing is that women should not be aggressively pursuing men. It should be men pursuing women and you set things up to make it such that uh, that can happen. Some of the rules include don't talk to a man first or ask him to dance. Don't stare at men or talk too much. 
oh boy, that fucking rule right there for me is mm. no dice. Woo. You don't want the, the chatty? Get the fuck out. Uh, don't meet him halfway <laughs> or go Dutch on a date. Don't call him and rarely okay. return his calls. Always end phone calls first. Don't accept a Saturday night date after Wednesday. On and on and on. Don't tell him what to do. Basically, you as the woman have to like not be yourself and allow him to control and decide everything. And that's how you get him. That is terrible. The one of the best ones is don't talk to the rules. Uh, don't discuss the rules with your therapist. That is on this list I found. Mm. And that seems problematic. Uh, yeah, because it sounds like what a cultist leader would say. Is, hey, don't talk to your therapist. Don't talk to your therapist. Talk to me. I'm the one that's giving you the keys. Your therapist me. doesn't know what they're talking about. Me you... and this other woman with yeah, no qualifications. Exactly. We're the ones who know. And by the way, See, one of them got divorced and did snag okay. a second husband. Mm. She says with these rules, um, I I didn't have a chance to find out the full history of like who the fuck gave them a book deal when they have no qualifications. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, Shout out to mediocre white women on that front, because if mediocre white men can do it, progress. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you gave us that little uh, a bit of education about the rules. I appreciate it because I didn't know that this was like uh, it, I heard, you know, like you said, it been mentioned through the series, but like I didn't know this was like a real yeah. book. I thought this was just specifically like something that they talk about in the series. Oh no, they like, were on these people were on Oprah. Vox has a great article about the 20th anniversary of it in 2015 of someone trying it out. I'm a little unclear if they meant they tried it out in the present day or um, mm. when it came out. Either way, it was disastrous. Uh, <laughs> but this uh, this is like I said- Because yeah, here's these, my problem. Oh, I was gonna say, these authors have no qualifications or expertise. And it's like I said in the last episode, women love policing other women. And that's all these are, it's just rules for other women to follow. Men don't have to follow any of these or do anything. It's women telling other women what to do in a very unhelpful way. Almost in a, uh, 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 as very women is a misogynistic way. Is very a, misogynistic. Yeah. It's like, not even on us. Like we didn't even make these rules up like these are rules that like like some women inferred from like mistakes that she thinks that she made yeah. and she's like trying to implement them and like teach other women how to snag a guy but mm -hmm. here's my problem with my entire problem with all these rules yeah. okay what happens when you follow all these rules and it doesn't end with you viscerally happily married to the man of your dreams or mr right as his quote unquote say so what happens then that's a good question. Like I said, one of the authors got divorced, but she did get a second husband apparently following the rules. And that's fine. You can that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. The thing about it is, is like, okay, fine. These rules probably in some way do work to like get you to a point of maybe mm -hmm. being in a relationship or maybe getting out of your own way to be in a relationship and or open yourself to be in a true uh, a relationship, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna be your ultimate happiness because you can have the same kind of plan for every single guy that you date but mm -hmm. every single guy is different so like it might work for you to stay around but it doesn't mean that that guy is perfect for you and if you're doing the same plan over and over again with every single guy are you really finding your true love or you're just using like this tried and true method that works you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. sticking a key in a keyhole doesn't mean that you're unlocking the door to your future but it's just opening a door that's all you're doing and that doesn't mean that you're it's 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 the right thing and so that's mm -hmm. my problem with these rules it's like yeah this may help in a dating situation or it may help you like it but it's not really improving these women right because if you're just following a plan not yeah. it, like if it doesn't work out you're not diving into like why it didn't work out you're not diving into like where you can improve or where like that other person's mistakes were like just because mm -hmm. you try like if you're trying all this plan you're adjusting to make be the perfect girl for this guy he might be a tragic human being, but you didn't see it. You didn't see it because you're following the plan. You're doing the plan, and so you didn't see all of their flaws. And then here's the thing too: when you follow this kind of plan, you're gonna put every time a relationship doesn't work out, or every time you don't get past like date number three or four, mm. or whatever, you're gonna put it on yourself because you're like, hey, I yeah. followed the rules. Here they are. I did every single thing that they said here, and it didn't work out. So what did I do wrong? When it could, it's a two party system. And that's exactly. my problem with this. This is my yeah. problem. That's my 
a problem with that whole thing. Also, too, it's just out of date because I don't even think men think like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the the Vox article was interesting too because it um, got into more modern dating, but even now it's five years out, out of date. But like, just how bad like all the gender norm stuff is ingrained in both men and women. So even though men were like, yeah, I'd love a woman to approach me or I'd love for her to act, like split a, a bill that the, like, the study they were looking at said, even though they were like, yeah, I, I do want that. When the time comes, things are so ingrained that they can't, they, do, they suddenly are like, well, maybe I don't actually want that. But even though conscious, consciously they're like, yeah, that's a good thing that's a more equal, you know, footing for everybody. And I don't mm -hmm. always want to have to pay. I don't blame guys for that at all. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's like I said, it's an arbitrary system. It's, and Samantha in the scene where Charlotte is like yes. rattling this off, Samantha's like, this is bullshit. It's for yeah. women who, who can't get laid. <laughs> and, so, and she makes an well, excellent, excellent point that I think you kind of, got to which is you can mm -hmm. get dumped whenever so it doesn't matter when you have sex with the person anyway. beautiful yes yes i love that when she said that because like they, you know they were in this conversation yeah. they were all having to talk about like if uh you sleep with a guy on the first date like what you're setting yourself up for or basically yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure but it's like yeah. that's bullshit it doesn't matter if a guy or if, if, if you're dating somebody and they don't like you it really don't matter what you do or don't do yeah it, potentially because like if they ain't feeling you or they're in a different place or if they're like uh, uh mike was basically using you as a rebound there's nothing that you could have done that would have made that shit work out yeah we'll get to that in a minute but i'm just saying like that's why i love what samantha said that because yeah. like date one date two who gives a fuck like if a guy's into you he's gonna see past he's not gonna think of you as like oh that was just a one night stand if he likes you and you had a connection yeah. then cool but like Usually you can feel that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Usually you can feel that between the person, you can tell mm -hmm. uh, if, if it's like just a sex thing or whatever, like, because nine times out of 10, both parties are feeling the same way. Nine times out of 10, there's a yeah. few cases. And but Carrie, like, Carrie gets so hung up on that after the fact, because they do mm -hmm. hook up on the first date. Right. And I think somebody says to her like, well, you just had like chemistry. I think Miranda's like, well, you just had chemistry in the moment. What's the big deal? And like, yeah you know that's a, again it's not the end of the world but then she gets so neurotic about it in her own head because she's thinking of the rules because suddenly she's right. meets the shitty friend mike again who we'll get to in a minute and all this stuff it feels like she's you know she's not doing any communicating until she shows up at dr <laughs> big's drunk snaps at him right. about all this stuff and then he's like well i liked that chinese food restaurant so that's why i took you there twice and i couldn't come watch your bus ad roll because i he was at a knicks game yeah um which he should have just said i think he said he had work but just be like i can't i can't make it that day and i thought it was so funny that they were annoyed and i was like what kind of jobs do you guys have that you can fucking stand out on the street wait for well, a Carrie's a writer remember so i know i know why carrie like, could do it i kind of see Carrie and samantha Samantha can definitely do it. Being able, Charlotte, her job is yeah. Charlotte, maybe uh, you on a know, lunch break kind of thing. Yeah, Miranda. No Miranda, days. I don't know how. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Miranda, I well, Miranda was wasn't there, so and I was like, that's wasn't Miranda's a busy lawyer? <laughs> She's a fucking lawyer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think she can take you know. Well, that was and, and the thing about too her freaking out. I was like, man, like unfortunately, I understand like there was a. a her freaking out on him was kind of a a compilation of like her own insecurities mm -hmm. and then like the shit that was being said to her from her friends but it yeah. was like i like i understand where she's coming from she does have a, 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 a um like the 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 evidence was there yeah she has a for the like, conclusion she, yeah because he's, he's dicked her around so much before this yes, first date yeah that that and to uh like what his behavior during said first date led to that evidence being uh uh the right conclusion but mm -hmm. on the same token i had to defend him because i'm like look even though he has dicked you around in the past it's still only date one like you yeah. can't freak out on your boy like that after date one like so... you don't know nothing about him you don't know nothing about his life because like true talk y'all only really had any kind of encounters of like hi and goodbye little flirtation here yeah. and there I'm saying like this was like y'all didn't have it even even at this point y'all didn't really truly go on a, a, a true uh traditional first date 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you don't know enough about this dude to show up at his apartment drunk, cursing him out about some shit that you could be wrong about, which turns out she was. So mm-hmm. I felt, I was like, I was like, man, she, she, you know, I feel where she was coming from, but like, you still, you gotta bring that down. Like that's the kind, yeah. that's the kind of move that you can do to like fuck up a relationship. That's yeah. the kind of shit where guys like, whoa, after date one, you coming up like, whoa, mm-hmm. you know? Cause yeah, I wrote down, he still barely knows her when you think about it. Cause like you said, few flirtatious interactions. They had the whole drinks mess in uh, episode four where they right. kind of were like maybe going to be on a date, but not quite. And then he formally, right. apparently at this point said, I would like to take you on a date. Let's Here is the time and the place. And then, right. you know, they didn't actually go on the date itself, but it uh, got straight to the sex, but they wanted to. So yeah. Hey, and no one's judging on that either. Like, yeah. just, I, I, I think that, that's, oh, I will say this. I think that you appreciate this because I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, beginning of the episode, they, they mm-hmm. start with, with Carrie doing model the, things. The photo shoot, doing, yeah. Uh, the photo shoot. Yo, I panicked for like a hot second. I was like, is Buckley back? Barkley, <laughs> <laughs> Barkley. I was like, Barkley, Barkley. I was like, I was like, yeah. is Barkley back? Because like, uh, <laughs> like someone get Carrie. She's about to be murdered. Like we know that models is Carrie. No. Now that she's that, I was like, no, Carrie, don't do this. Oh, even more side note. There's another show on HBO called The Flight Attendant. Oh and, yes, that's where Buckley's from. Yeah, Buckley. Yeah. I was like, and it freaked out. I was like, wait, Buckley because like he's a killer and i was like i told you spoilers See, for the flight show, attendant. i've seen it but spoilers for the flight attendant chris i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry Pete. i'll put a note in the show notes <laughs> note it put a note in it i'm sorry they probably they probably forget by the time they watch the show anyway probably it's fine <laughs> but yeah but it's like yeah i was like freaking out i was like is 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 he making an appearance? Is he come back with the vengeance? Is he finally going to live his true life as a serial killer? I have good news. We we don't see Barkley again, but that also means the authorities don't know where Barkley is. So mm. that is a problem. Now, <laughs> I have uh, now I have another question for you. Because mm-hmm. uh, something that Carrie said that I liked the quote, but I'm not sure I 100% agree with it, but I do like delayed gratification is the definition of maturity. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Yeah, I think that's accurate because, uh, fr- frankly, I watch a lot of like financial advice on like YouTube and stuff like that. And one of the big things is like, oh, you can shop online so easily now, just get what you want almost instantly. But if you wait, you save up the money. Yeah, it's it's that's a true thing. And I think for a lot of things is if you wait, you will, you know, you're making the smarter, mature decision. I think so too. I think there's, there is, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said. I don't know if I agree with it a hundred percent. Cause I think there is some wisdom in that, like in a lot mm-hmm. of things, you know, in life. And I think there's a lot, I mean, I think, I think part of that does go into relationship as well, because like, I think a lot of people, especially now mm-hmm. with how we're connected and things like that, people are, you know, there's no building in relationship. They basically are expecting like, as soon as y'all go on first date, uh, uh, like you be the total package, he be the total package, yeah. and then y'all just have this like amazing whirlwind fantasy relationship. But like that's not how that. Well, works. in theory, you know you, like, you've done all each the other. Uh, you've done all the legwork in the app chatting back and forth. I think is the logic behind that. But that I've uh, so speaking of rules, a friend of mine was like, I don't do more than like you know x number of texts back and forth of small talk. Like, let's get to the dates that we're in person because I, I don't know about you, but I on dating apps, I've gone back and forth with people and the text mm-hmm. conversation has been great and then never get it together to meet in person for an actual date. And then it's like, oh my God, I wasted so much time because they didn't bother actually physically meeting me in person. That actually happened where I was getting along great. And I said, oh, I do really want to meet, but I'm going to be out of town on these dates you know, can we do a, do it after? And then I happened, I checked my phone while I was out of town and they wrote me what I thought was a hilariously dramatic thing saying like, it's just not, you know, connecting and the distance. And I was like, I told you I was going to be out of town. <laughs> and they'd found someone else. And it was, they were like, I've in the time you, you've been gone. And I was like, okay. I was like, 
I said I was gonna be gone for like five days. I'm at my cousin's like graduation. Wow, five days. And and I made it. I was abundantly. I like checked the record too. I was like, I said, you know, these yeah. dates in May were gonna be. I I wasn't available, and I had. Yeah, I explained everything very clearly. Okay, and so I think you just wanted to move on to the other gal and was at least a nice enough yeah. person to say as much and not just blow me off ghost me. So that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I, I gave her props there, but you're probably right. That's probably just what it was. It's just like, you know, just wanted to move on to the next girl yeah. and try to do it like in, I guess, the nicest way possible, which yeah. indeed is the nicest way. Like at least it being really honest. was. Ain't I best honest, but at least telling you, you know what yeah. I mean? He might have been telling the truth, of why he was moving yeah. on, but like at least he told you, and that is very commendable. Yeah. But I was saying, like, it, but but I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, even like that situation is totally different. And like, I get it if you've been talking on apps and stuff like that, but like, I don't know, even within that, like, people mm -hmm. just expect like, that when they, I think, and it movies kind of tell us that, and TV yeah. shows basically. When you find that person it's just like it just automatically works it just works there's no there's nothing else that you have to put into it there's no mm -hmm. other like effort that you got to do like when you find somebody it just happens and like, you just figure it out and as you go you just you know you just mesh so well together but i don't think that that's how it works that doesn't make any you know what i mean like there's oh, no, no everything's far more complicated than right yeah presented. absolutely like in, in this in the world of sitcoms and movies where everything's yeah. written out for you and how it's supposed to work out yeah it works out that way but like in the real world where you have different kind of problems that mm -hmm. add to you like that's you know what i mean and i don't think that i think you know it's like one of those things where it's like you know you see people and they think that that like there's no work like you meet the person and then like it's just fantasy right off the mm -hmm. bat like you just figure it all out and just fall, everything just falls into place there's never any kind of like you know trouble or you know uh, rockiness in the pair mm -hmm. in, the, in the ship but that, that, that's not how it works like there's this real world problem that you have to deal with that like you could be with the person that you're supposed to be with or, or whatever if, that, mm -hmm. if that's truly a thing but like you don't like i think because of how instantaneous everything in our nature is now with mm -hmm. the internet and phones like nobody does take that time to build up to that that shit like they just expect it to be off the bat and like that's just not how shit works and yeah. this episode was like so much of that <laughs> it yeah. was amazing like so much of like everybody's expectations being like so high up mm -hmm. here when really they should bring it to right here until yeah. you build up to that that level. You know what I'm saying? With, with that in mind, let's talk about Mike. Mm. Fuck Mike, man. Dan, mm. our cheese queen Libby. I'm glad she jumped his ass. Straight up, B. I was doing this. I was thinking the same thing. Because here's the thing. Remember we had talked about, I think it was episode uh, two? Mm-hmm. When Carrie was dating that guy, I think his name was Larry, and she was like, "Oh, he's like a DKNY dress." Yeah, just yeah. Trying it out. Like, remember that affected me. I mm -hmm. was like, "Man, yeah. that that really that made me feel some type of way." And then when when Mike was talking to to Carrie about uh, Libby mm -hmm. and like how he was with her, like basically she was basically a rebound that he didn't want anybody to know about. Like yeah. I felt some type of way about that because I've oh. been through that kind of situation <clears throat> before, where I felt like I was like. Is this person into me or are they just am I just a filler? Am I just mm -hmm. filling a space that they that they need occupied at the moment? And then when I heard when they said in the episode that she broke up with him and he was all sad, I was like, fuck yeah, that's what you I was did. like, good. Good. Good for her. Cause it's it's pretty much cruel too that he's like, I don't think she's conventionally attractive, but I like having sex with her and I like all the intimacy she provides just straight up using her yeah and uh yeah you know and she seems like sweet or whatever you know we don't really get to know her too well we know she works as a cheesemonger nice. yeah she, she seemed cool. nice seemed yeah, like a good cool. person yeah. um and and he was stuck in that like oh i you know he's a he said he was an ad executive or whatever mm -hmm. so he had in his mind that he's probably supposed to be dating a model or something like that um but you know whoever he's thinking he's supposed to date wasn't fulfilling and right. he meets this wonderful like cheesemonger gal she's she's like have some of my cheese and he's all into it but because he's in this very dumb mindset he misses out on 
like a really uh, great person for him yeah <laughs> also too as far as him like i don't know what his standards are on like the girl he's supposed to be dating but he ain't that good looking. i was gonna say he's no fucking prize nah he's like, like a five oh, or six at best yeah it's like oh, a six with a, a tux on you feel yeah me? <laughs> movie's not conventionally attractive sir neither are you like pot and kettle come on <laughs> but you know what the thing about that but even though he was a douchebag uh, in that sense Mm-hmm. I, it's it's I, I love these little moments in episodes like this. It's because that mindset you can see that in so many people. Yeah. You see that in so many people, especially and that's according to thing too. This was 1998, yeah. and that's happening more. That that attitude that he was having towards Libby and that mm-hmm. that look and that view on life, like more people are having that now, especially because like instagram oh totally like that you know what i mean like they they see everybody's lives and they're like oh that's the life i'm supposed to have or like that's the yep. girl or the guy i'm supposed to have you know i'm supposed to have a guy with six-pack abs and a chiseled chest and he's gonna be super sweet and romantic and like really caring or i'm supposed to have the girl who looks like a supermodel mm-hmm. but is a complete nerd you know on the side yeah. like that's what everybody you know everybody has this like vision of what they're supposed to be with and like really none of us know what the fuck we're doing like yeah that's it's the whole so thing ridiculous. in life it's yeah. all a mystery you don't know who you're supposed to be with if there's a such thing as a, as a soulmate you can't have it if you are here's the thing it's a, it's a, a proverb that says uh a full cup can't be filled so if you already have your cup full mm. how can anything else go in how can you take anything else in? everybody has this idea like their perfect mate but if you have that idea head and you could already be with your perfect mate but they don't reach that idea then you're about to like you're probably going to lose out on finding that perfect or that soulmate because yeah. you already had your idea of what your soulmate is supposed to be. And that's the thing too. We change as human beings. Like mm-hmm. the person you were 10 years ago probably doesn't say view this or probably doesn't have the same idea or like want of a soulmate mm-hmm. as you do now. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So like oh, totally. that's that's, yeah. that, that's why we have to like get out of that mindset of like who we're supposed to be with. Like mm-hmm. just fucking live. <laughs> just meet yeah. people and live and like be open to the idea that like of anybody, you never know. You know what I'm saying? You never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. I do will say this: like, you do want to be attracted to the person. Oh, sure, <laughs> so, sure, sure, sure. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not a, you know. That does play. I'm not saying that you gotta like completely. Yeah, I was like, you don't gotta. I don't, you don't gotta completely wipe. What, I mean, like, you can have a preference of what you find attractive, but at least be open to the idea that maybe that person is not mm-hmm. what you've been seeing, but they could be the perfect person for you. Yeah, you know, and and with for the most part because a lot of this is like about being ashamed of who you were with you know mm-hmm, keep bringing them mm-hmm. to the secret restaurant uh i don't think you should be like within reason unless they were like a total piece of shit and, right. and objectively don't be ashamed of like your past or who you were with it's fine yeah. you know yeah. it's, it's all part of the who gives a fuck what other people think if you're yeah. happy be happy that's really yeah. much a matter if you're happy with that person be happy also too though on that same note, if you're to that point, like, and that's what I want to say, if you're, if, if you're also to that point where like, you're having like secret sex or you're not bringing this mm-hmm. person around and meeting your friends, then stop wasting their time because you're yeah. being selfish by keeping mm-hmm. them around to fulfill your needs yep. when they could be off finding their soulmate. You know, mm-hmm. if you believe in that kind of thing, soulmates, like you are taking away from them finding their soulmates. And here's the fucked up thing about this too, that person that you're using is going to get hurt. Like once mm-hmm. you finally stop being a dickhead and like let them go and cut with them they're gonna be all confused because they're gonna think that everything was good and everything was right and everything was going well and they're gonna fall for you and then you're just gonna up out of nowhere after you decide like you've had enough of this guilt mm-hmm. you just leave them and then but you know what our, qu- our queen libby didn't let that happen to her she didn't know she saw the signs she yes, knew she what did. was up yes she did and that's why i respect all hail queen part. libby yeah, because I, I was like, man, I wish, because like, there have been times where I know I've been in one of those, like, I was like the secret sex person, and I yeah. was like, man, I should have broken up with them, because when they broke up with me, I was left in the <laughs> dust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wish, that's why I was like, when, Liv, when they said Libby broke it up, I was like, that's my girl. That's somebody who respected herself enough to get the fuck up out of that bullshit. <laughs> Libby is... He's my hero. Libby, be, She's my fucking hero. We should all be like Libby. We should all be like Libby. Yes. Um, yes, for sure. So, also Ted Baker, by the way, sounds like a serial killer name. So it kind of matched his whole persona. His I name like was him. Ted Baker. His name was Mike. Ted Baker. No, or no, not. I'm oh, sorry. That was 
That's somebody else. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, Ted, oh, Ted Baker was Miranda's date. Miranda's date. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, what I wrote down, and I think you'll appreciate this, is Miranda, where is Skipper? <laughs> Dude, that was the first thing when they were doing the scene of her, like them having a little meat cute where she hit him in the head. Yeah. And, like, they go out. I was like, but what about Skip though? So you just gonna go out with this other dude and not hit up Skip? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell him what's going on. You're not gonna keep him in the loop. You're not gonna. Oh, you're just gonna like right? Because like, here's the thing. Ultimately, Miranda and Ted Baker, who sounds like a serial killer, who low key, yeah. not trying to judge, but like listen to some freaky shit. So he's like, yeah, close enough to being a serial killer. <laughs> um, you know like, what? Miranda pried into that, and is that's, like, I, you, that's, if you go looking for for dirt or for trouble you're you're gonna find it okay so you basically answered my question because i was gonna ask i was like okay searching through somebody's apartment while they're gone never uh, done it is that i know that you haven't done that before i can tell (laughs) but or have i I know i never have but i was gonna say uh like okay let's say you do search through somebody's apartment and you find some weird is it still fair for you to judge them even though you were snooping because like here's the thing all she found was a porno tape of guys mm-hmm. getting spanked, which maybe he was into that. But then she's like judging him for it. But it's like, maybe he was going to tell her about that after yeah. they got a little closer and things of that nature. You know what I mean? Because like, It was literally their first date. And then yeah! she went ransacking that apartment like she's a fucking burglar. And, she ch- and I'm led to believe she took that porn tape with her. She still yeah, has porn, so, right? I think. Yeah, because her, wasn't her and Carrie watching it? Yeah, she showed it to yeah. Carrie. And I'm like, did Miranda go and rent that? Or did she fucking straight no, up steal that guy's No, I think she should have stole it and brought it to Carrie's place so they could watch it together. Wow. So not only is she judging him for his little fetish, but she's also a thief. And she was snooping through his shit when she found it. And then she had the nerve to judge him. Yeah. And that's why, and Loki, and I was like, even though Miranda's my girl, she's my man, Pots and Pans, I was kind of glad about how the result ended for the oh, way yeah. for her. Because one, she was doing my boy Skip wrong. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, it was it was not right for her to be going through this man's apartment when he trusted her enough to like let her stay. Because yeah. he easily could have been like, look, I got to get up early in the morning. You got to get the get fuck out. up yeah. out of here. He was like, nah, make yourself comfortable. Make some breakfast. Hang out. I'll be back tonight. Let's hang out. Like he was super cool and super chill. And then she went through his shit. I was like, man, violations upon violations. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. She was not my favorite this episode. I no, she was really not great. Cause yeah, and I like she brings it up. Yes, in theory, to be like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do this kink with you. But clearly, that was something that was very private for him, and something mm-hmm. he was not ready to talk to her about. And yeah, she totally killed the the mood, the vibe, whatever. And uh, total violation. Got what's coming to her, you know? Right. And that's what I mean. And that's why we're going back to the initial thing. It's like, you know, that's what that, that and that's why what Samantha said earlier too at the party, like a, a guy can break up with you anytime. It doesn't matter what rules or things that you follow. Look at what happened there. She was like, she because she went through his apartment and she realized that was a violation. So she was like, you know what? Let me try to, mm-hmm. you know, embrace it. And then when she embraced it, he was like, no, you violated my privacy. I'm out. Yeah. And I love that because it just showed, it basically showed the point of Samantha's rant was like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you do. If it, if it doesn't fit, the guy can break up with you. And clearly yeah. she didn't fit. And I would have done the same thing. Like it, it wouldn't have been about like the fact that like she knew that I was in the spank. It was the fact that she violated my space. Yeah. I trusted you enough to leave you alone in my apartment. And the first thing you do is search through my shit. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning behind it too. You went searching for ex-girlfriend's pictures who are you yeah that's some psych- that's some psycho shit you've right. you hooked up together once right like, like come on i guess I, she told I guess this, nothing. i guess this is in some ways the equivalent equivalent the 1998 analog of um like googling the hell out of somebody once you meet them <laughs> and like going through their social media and stuff like that mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, except it's, I think- It's not though. It's more invasive it's because though. you're in their space. 
Like That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing, like not, it, it, doing a little bit of like a Google search on somebody is not as intrusive because obviously that's shit that they want out there to the mm -hmm. public. Like if they have an Instagram yeah. or Twitter or Facebook, that's shit that they're putting out there willingly to the public, which means if you Google me, you should see that because mm -hmm. I put it out there. But him liking to be spanked or like or just liking to watch pornos of people yeah. being spanked, that's very private and very intimate. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's not something that 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 she should have known at that time. Like he probably would have expressed that to her, let her know if they dated longer than day one. But yeah, she she went she went too hard. It's like, dude. Yeah. I mean, the dick must have been bomb, and she. <laughs> she was like, I want to lock this down, but I'm gonna like sneak around his apartment and, and figure out how to, I guess, by looking at his shit. I don't know. So weird. Dick must have been bomb as fuck. She was like, no, nah, he ain't going nowhere. I yeah. think his girlfriends. I'm going to go find him and tell him that he's mine now. They can go fuck themselves. Like, none of this shit is going down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah, Samantha didn't have a lot to do, but she did gas everybody up, or gas carry up in this episode, which was really nice. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Charlotte, too. She's kind of a hypocrite. Oh, Charlotte's a huge hypocrite okay. in this because she shamed yeah. the hell out of Carrie, especially when they're waiting for the bus ad. Yeah. And she's like, Well, I told you if you had sex yeah. with him on the first date, that you know, he won't get him in a relationship. But yeah, yeah Charlotte is so in that like antiquated rules thing that it, like I, I mentioned before, it's going to keep backfiring on her basically until the end of the series. Well, the fuck the thing about it was when she was saying it, like in the initial uh, conversation mm -hmm. they were having before Carrie went out on the date with Mr. Big, you know, she was like very like, hey, you know, it's all about us women. Let's stick together. Don't let, you know, like, don't give them a reason to break up with you. And then yeah. like, she did the same thing to the, Jew the, the Hasidic Jewish artist. Yeah. She him and then was like, I'm out. I'm out, like, you had sex with me on day one, I can't see you as a relationship. It's like, you- That's part of it, you, they're also- it, You can't do that. Because he's, he is a, like a Hasidic Orthodox uh, Jewish person. Right. There are very, very strict rules in that community about yeah, dating sure. and who you can date and things like that. Actually, there's a great documentary on Netflix, yeah, I think. Sure. Uh, oh, I can't remember the title of it. But anyway, it's about yeah, people who have left that community. But that's yeah. not exactly what this show was trying to do. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but I'm saying, and also too, that wasn't her reasoning by not of of not seeing him again. Like that, like she used it as a scapegoat. But that yeah. really was the reason. Like it, you know, we know it was a little bit about the, the yeah. sleep with the first. She person. can dress it up as a cultural difference all she wants, right. but uh, right, you know, she had sex on the first date. It wasn't <laughs> even really a date. They just she just showed up at his place i guess to look at his artwork or whatever yeah and they they got it on right there and then so i had that is that negative one dates or zero date what is that i guess that'll according to those that's, rules that's i mean not, if, he never in real talk if anything that was like <laughs> it wasn't even first dates uh hookup it was meet you hookup yeah so he had sex on a meet you not not even the rule. There, there's not even a rule for that because it's so unprecedented <laughs> oh shit yeah but like i said uh i know all uh all i'm gonna say about uh her dalliance with the uh jewish fellow is foreshadowing okay that's all i'm gonna okay. say now i not that the show is lost and is laying sure. groundwork for puzzles to be solved but on my like eight billion three watch, it's interesting to note certain things. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's and that's why I like this episode so much because they covered a lot of like it was it was kind of cool because like even though Mike was a big douchebag and it is like clearly you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. in this whole topic of the episode, uh, this was kind of like. Like usually it's like a men's move, like a men's kind of douchebags, but like low key, the women were kind of douchebags in this episode as well, in a sense. Yeah. Because uh, other than Libby, but like like Carrie, she was like freaking I was out. Like I won't hear uh, a word was... against <laughs> Libby. <laughs> like Libby, no, Libby was straight. Libby was straight. Yeah. She was like the most like unviolating human being in this episode. But Miranda <laughs> was violating. Carrie was out there violating. And, and, and even Charlotte was out there. Mm -hmm. so, so, so Samantha and Libby were the only two like non-violating women of this yeah. episode. Although like, they mentioned very offhand, Samantha says something about not being ashamed of her past sex life. Um, but uh, it is mentioned that she 
may or may not have hooked up with a high school kid. Oh, In a throwaway yeah. joke line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm hoping he was at I'm, least a senior in high school me like too because i don't i i fucks with samantha so given like, our discussion wanna... last time i really hope he was a senior of legal age at least she wasn't a teacher at whatever that line yeah. went by so fast i should have rewound it to be like wait what was the context of like how that maybe came to be but yeah yeah but, uh, Oh, I know well. too, because like what didn't we? Because well, like two well. episodes ago, we just watched. And they were talking about you know dating. Yeah. It's not a good look if you hooked up with a high school kid <laughs> right yeah. after that episode. It's like, Ooh, well, this was I think this 18? was before the twenty-something-year-old. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> Samantha is wild, and you'll see uh, even more of that. We didn't get a lot of it this uh, this go around because she was just really there as, well, like, but moral that's the I liked, yeah, but that's what I liked about her presence in this episode, because she was mm-hmm. basically letting the girls know, it was like, stop with that patriarchal bullshit. Like, yeah. That's not, that's not real life. This is bullshit. Like, dating is a, just a, a it's a shell game. You got to try it, and then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and if mm-hmm. it does, it does, and you just keep it moving from there, but it's not, it's not a mathematical equation. It's not like you do this and then you get this. Like that's, yeah. that's not how it works. It's not how love works. And I, and then that's the funny thing is because that bit of knowledge came from the person who's like the most like non fallen in love, non soulmate, non mm-hmm. like getting married type person of the show. And she's the one that had the best advice yeah. for these girls yeah. about this topic. And and to me, that's amazing. It's it kind of the script on the head of, mm-hmm. of, of people because you know everybody thinks that like the people who are in relationships or who are married have it all figured out it's like mm-hmm. no they don't they don't know what yeah. the fuck they're talking about and then everybody people think that people who are single and like are just hooking up or having you know many dates or flings they're like all oh, these people are, are flawed or they don't know what they're mm-hmm. doing it's like no maybe they do have it figured out maybe they do yeah. maybe they know what they're looking for and they just ain't found it yet and they're just trying like everybody else to figure it all out because nobody had to figure it out. <laughs> no, and Samantha, I think wisely, Samantha does not want a relationship. So she is doing all this dating without that pressure on it. The yeah. problem for Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte is they're doing all this dating with I need to turn this person into a husband. Right. Which is like so much pressure to put on someone. I mean it's just it shouldn't be your end goal it should be like i just want to find a part like a good partner yeah and and there but there's in this 1998 mode of like oh i've got to get married i've got to find a man a single woman in new york what a tragedy on and on and on with all that malarkey and it's like well, no. <laughs> the thing about it is so like that but that that's the crazy thing about it. it's like we are talking about this uh being like a you know yes this thing is set in the in the nine you know late 90s but like there are still people to this day oh, that's yeah. how they date you know like yeah. every person that they date they're trying to turn them into a husband or trying to turn them into a wife and it's yeah. like that's like you said that's a lot of pressure like mm-hmm. dude i'm just trying to like get to know you like build a relationship and then go from there like it could end in marriage but if your immediate goal is like listen i'm only doing this to get a husband or a wife so yeah. like don't come to me if that's not mm-hmm. what you're looking for. It's like, well, that's a lot of pressure. Because even if I am a person that wants to get married, you're still putting a lot of pressure on me because now I got to be like this perfect human being. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah. in your eyes, I'm going to be a piece of shit if this doesn't work out, no matter mm-hmm. how it ends. Because yeah. I basically wasted your time because you are trying to like get to marriage like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that, you know, it's a, it's a nice goal, but it should not be the only goal. Yeah. It can't be the, it can't be the, the front goal. Yeah. That has to be in the back. Like the front goal, like you said, is to find a, a person that you can get along with that you can that you like longer than like two hours. And then like <laughs> yeah. you guys complement each other, like where you're weak, they're strong, and where they're strong, but you know, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So like someone you can build IKEA furniture with without stabbing them with the Allen wrench. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's one of the ultimate tests. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely absolutely so yeah this episode was this episode was uh 
It's very interesting. Yeah, I saw a lot of things that, that hit. Oh, wait, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we already kind of talked about it. I made because they didn't cover it because the last time we saw Mr. Big, it was all mm-hmm. this like ambiguous behavior that yeah. didn't lead to them having this date. So mm-hmm. did I miss something in the last 50 episodes that? You did not. It just, at some point between episode four and Carrie's brief encounter uh, as a high-end sex worker, um, <laughs> did, Big called her and said, let's go on a date. Here's the time. Here's, I will pick you up in my cool town car. That's, and that's yeah. all that happened. There was no, there's no pre, nothing. Okay, I was just making sure that I didn't, like, yeah, last time we saw each other, you know, they kind of had that little cute moment, which I didn't feel was uh, 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 earned <laughs> by his behavior, but, like, they had a little moment where he was, like, after the, you know, she spotted him at the shop or whatever, and then, yeah. like, he's talked about asking her out on the real date, but I didn't know if I missed something in between there to how they got to you, because, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. a good a good amount of time has passed by since that yeah. encounter, right? Like at least so. a couple weeks or so, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Who is this guy? That's all I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> who is this guy? Like, who? he's the luckiest man in New York. And I'm saying this because, like, <laughs> all, all the shit that he pulled in episode four, mm-hmm. there's no reason he should have gone um, There's no reason he should have been able to get to what we saw in this episode of them actually going out on a date and shit like that. But there's like no, there's no reason, there's, there's nothing, there's no evidence that supports like her saying yes to him uh, for this date. I don't get it. And he yeah. got laid too? Yeah. Come on, who is this guy? <laughs> He's Mr. Big. Like this guy is straight up out of a fucking comic book. He's like some kind of fucking super powered lusty villain or something. I don't know what's going on. Now, who, uh, can you picture Trump succeeding in this manner at all, considering he's supposed to be the next best thing from Donald Trump. Yes, but I could only see him doing this with a prostitute. Like if he's like, look, I offered you 20 grand last time. Now I'm offering you 25. What do you think? I then I can, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like she so here's the thing. That's what's like confusing me about their relationship is because Carrie. Between that episode, between episode four and now, like she's had a lot of things happen. And on top of that, too, there's been a lot of growth, and that growth, the, the the direction of her growth, doesn't seem like those two would meet in that in that mm, growth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, she I feel like, like, yeah, if anything, yeah, she like, regresses in this that, episode. That's what I mean, it's like yeah, she's going backwards every time she fucks with this dude, mm-hmm. and I don't like I don't like this for her. I don't like it at all. I don't like even though in this episode he wasn't a complete. Flopping yeah. dude, but like, still, his behavior suggested that he's gonna be a dude. So like, her freaking out is almost justified because the evidence is there. Strap in, because this is only like the first hill of the roller coaster, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't want any more of it. I want him <laughs> gone. I don't uh, want to see him anymore. He's just not good for her. I know he's not. He's good not. For her. He's, he's not. not. He's not. I can tell right now. He is going to be a problem mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. And like, and also, and this is the kind of person too, I feel like that everybody has, well, maybe not everybody, maybe at some point in your life, you have like this kind of person that you keep going back and forth with. Mm-hmm. And like, it sucks that you have that with them because I feel like when you have these kind of people in your life that you keep going back and forth with, they like, they only come around to kill your chances with other people. Like they, they have like some kind of like mm-hmm. sixth sense. They're like, oh wait, this person's happy without yeah. me. I don't like it. So then they like pop back into your life, fuck shit up, and then they just disappear again. Mm-hmm. And this is what this guy keeps doing. Like every time she progresses, he shows up to like bring her down a couple levels. Yeah. For no reason. She doesn't yeah. even deserve it. Like she mm-hmm. hasn't done anything completely shitty so far, except for trying out to do the DK at Wild Dress. But, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of already got her karma for that with him being all ambiguous and then bringing a friend on a date. So the karma yeah. was there. There's no need for this date. This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it's going to be quite the ride. <sighs> Especially since you don't really care for Big. I don't, uh, I feel like the consensus is no one really likes Big 
as a character. Okay. But the journey that they go on has it has people kind of comprehend why why they're they're together. Mm. You didn't really sell it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say (laughs) when people rank all the like longer term boyfriends on the show, he does not really get up too high in the rankings. But I don't want to say who other people's boyfriends are or whatever and whatnot. That's fine. Um, That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I'm, as long as he's not like number one, I'm good. Nope. Or even like, if he's not, if he's at least not in the top five, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like he's low. Yeah. Okay, good. If he's not in the top five, I'm good because I know I, who I the know top good. like two are, and it's it's always a debate. Yeah. They a lot of people flip back and forth. Um, okay, like um, I, and, and let it out there, people listening. I like the guy as an actor. He's a yeah. great actor. <laughs> I don't like the character of Mr. Big. It has nothing to do with the actor. Just want you to know, I can separate. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a knock against Chris Noth or Noth. I'm not sure how you say his last name. Not a no. Um, yeah, he's a he's a fine actor. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he's so good. That's why I hate his character so much. <laughs> How good he is, yeah. actor. So it has nothing to do with him. I don't like the character. I don't want to see anything good happen to this character. Oh, After this episode, the only real question I have mm-hmm. that didn't get answered, and I feel like because of the way this show is, it's probably not going to get answered in the <laughs> next episode. Is mm-hmm. what about Skip? I actually don't know. Um... He's still around for, I think, a few more episodes. So I don't know. No, I know. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just, I'm talking about like, I know that the, like, what happened in this episode is not going to impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to hold any weight in the next. But I just, I just wonder, is Miranda finally going to let my man go? Like, she finally going to stop. Set that baby bird free. Let him go. Let you him don't fly. like him. Yeah, you don't like him. He's clearly the the secret sex yeah. guy that you're dating. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, your mm-hmm. friends know him, but they only know him because they knew him before. You. Yeah, that's they only why. know him because Carrie introduced him to Miranda. Right. That's yeah. the only reason why. They don't know him because, you know, you introduced him. So, like, clearly you're not into this guy. So just just let him go. Like I, it might be a little weird because you're y'all y'all have mutual friends, but like the longer you let it go on, mm-hmm. the harder it's gonna be, and then yeah. you're gonna end up having to marry this guy and then like torture him for the rest of your life because yeah. you're gonna be unhappy. So why would you why would you do that to yourself? Just rip the band aid, man. Yeah, he deserves it. You deserve it because yeah. I want to like Miranda again, and right yeah. now I'm not feeling her. That that plane will pull up and level out eventually with Miranda. We'll we'll get there, but yeah, it's um. Horse skipper. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it happens to the best of us. We yeah. all we all fall prey to these these mm-hmm. human human soul succubuses. <laughs> it's sucky by. Sucky by. Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for bringing the education back to this podcast. Always. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But it was cool though. I, I definitely, uh, I'm ready for the next episode because, man, like, honestly, this show, for it to be a comedy, it's getting, uh, it's got some good, like, some real mm-hmm. knowledge darts in it. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. actually like, you know, experiencing this shit. Like, I, I like I said, I, I don't think I could appreciate a show like this unless I, I was an adult. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually yeah. glad that I am watching it. And also adult at the age that I am now because I think in my 20s I still wouldn't have been able to like truly appreciate this because you know my 20s I was just you know not particularly but everybody's just out there we just going through life as fast paced as possible because we're 20 we don't believe that this shit is going to be over so like (laughs) we don't take in all this shit but like in my 30s I think I can definitely watch the show and appreciate the knowledge that it's actually spitting out and not just see like the fluffy funny stuff that yeah when you're in your 20s you're just like i want to have cosmos i want the fashion and the shoes and i want to date all these guys it's like that's more what you identify with i think watching it now uh in my 30s right uh, more and especially more analytically instead of just like super casually (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, on basic cable. Well, you also too, I, <laughs> right? Well, it's also too. It's like it's hard to. Okay, that's all I was saying. I was like, I, I don't want to like insult you by no means. I don't know what you were like in your twenties, but I also feel like you probably couldn't. Re- you probably can relate better to these women as women who are in their thirties going through mm-hmm. these things now because like in your twenties you'd be like, oh, these bitches are tragic. But like <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, <laughs> you but know I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't done a ton of dating though, so I always I do struggle just in general a little. Okay. Um, because I just haven't dated a ton. Semi by choice. Semi by just lack of confidence in life yeah <laughs> that's fair i mean I, I i'm the same way too like even as an adult i don't think i've done as much dating as other people like i haven't been on i, I tried the apps one time and it didn't end well and i was like I, i'm done so like, i didn't really <laughs> oh you don't do the apps oh. nah man I, everybody that's keeps telling probably me for I, the best i don't know <laughs> well because i i my my fear my fear about the apps because uh, I've heard about it and I've seen it and I've even mm-hmm. kind of seen it in my friends. It's like, it, um, I, I'm afraid, okay, I'm gonna get mushy, but like, I'm secretly a romantic. So mm-hmm. I, I always believe in like meeting somebody and hitting it off and like going from there. So that's part of it. And two, I kind of feel like sometimes, I'm not saying always, but like some of the ways that people look at it, they don't look at love as like, love they look at it as like a numbers game so it's like Mm -hmm. if i ask five ten women out and two of them say yes then they go for that and then from there do more math and then like whoever is still stuck around then they just stay with that person even if they're not really into them it's like well it's a numbers game like Mm -hmm. i don't want to be alone so fuck it i'll just do this for a while then something else comes along and somebody gets hurt when that situation happens so like and of course, it always, you know, and, 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 and there's the flip side of that coin, just because you meet somebody naturally, like out in the world, like we're mm-hmm. supposed to in romance novels or books mm-hmm. or whatever, like, doesn't mean it necessarily always works out that way. But that's my whole hang up of the dating app thing is I don't want to start getting in my head of like looking at it as a numbers game. Yeah, now I've met some people who are like, oh, you just have to swipe on like everything that'll increase your chances of matching with someone and then you the messaging and yeah then it's a little like cold in a way yeah it's like i don't want to i don't want to cold call for dates that's what that's basically what it breaks down to like (laughs) yeah i don't want to do that shit as a job so there's no way i want to do that shit (laughs) in my motherfucking love life for sure yeah i i feel the same way i do uh i i do the apps but like i would prefer in a lot of ways to i think meet someone person to person yeah, and that's the tragic thing about our situation, like as adults, because like usually if you meet somebody, it's usually with like within a friend group, and then if mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, it's kind of awkward because then split, friends yeah. get split in half, and people stop talking to each other, and then it's like people got to choose sides, and it's like who is closer to who, or mm-hmm. like or or what if like you were friends with that other person, and then like, y'all got close, but like now y'all can't be friends anymore because yeah. they were friends with other person first, even though they don't really fuck with them like that. It's like it's too much it's a lot being a a person is hard (laughs) (laughs) yes indeed but I tell you what's not hard watching sex in the city that shit is Um, so like we said the this is uh, not the last episode ever we're going to watch the show obviously we're going through the whole series but we are taking a break uh, to really fulfill the promise of our title of show me what I've been missing and try some other media. Uh, we're going to yeah. pick a movie TBD, but we'll announce what it is, you know, beforehand. So, you know, what movie we watch, watch along yeah. if you want. Yeah. And um, in the meantime, where can they find you? If you want to find me personally, you can find me at uh, Mac Diddy Combs. That's M A C K D I D D Y C O M B S. Mac Diddy Combs on Instagram and Twitter, and I think you can find me on Facebook with that as well. If you can't, just type in Chris Mac. You'll see my face, and then just friend request me, and I'll say yes. And you can find me at Elizabeth Movies on Instagram and Twitter, all lowercase. Uh, Elizabeth with a Z, if it matters, if anyone knows. It does matter. It does does matter. matter. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and again, I think, I don't think I'm listed as that on Facebook, but you can um, find me by typing my name into Facebook as well. Although there's a lot of Elizabeth Stanton, so it might be tricky. 
Um, and where can they find us, the show? All right. If you're yeah. looking for us, you can find us at Show Me What Pod on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And if you're looking for us on Twitter, you can find us at S What Podcast. That is capital S, capital W, capital P for podcast on Twitter. So show me what podcast on everything else and S What Podcast on Twitter. You can find us there. Follow us. We'll give you updates on like upcoming shows. We'll also be giving you up, uh, updates on our, our first special long episode on the yeah. movies. So mm-hmm. be looking out for that because I think we're going to pick a really good one. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will be back next week. Oh, hell, Queen Libby.